canonically, Ricky Martin has been on the show the whole time. Hello, welcome back to Glee on the Rocks. This is the podcast about the, I guess, hit TV show Glee. And every episode, we break down the highs and lows of the writing, the music, and the cultural impact of that TV show. I'm Emily. I'm Mandy. And I'm B. And today we are talking about The Spanish Teacher, which is the third season, 12th episode. And I'm going to take the silence as kind of our general feeling. I mean, there's Ricky Martin. Yes. So the the key fact that anyone listening to this needs to know is that Ricky Martin is the guest star of this episode. And that's kind of all that happens. Yeah, they they kept a big focus on him for the whole episode. They did. And... It, so I was, uh, I had had very little recollection of this episode when I was rewatching it. And other than uh, a couple of the performances, I was like, oh, right, they're going to do that. But when it got to the end, I guess this is spoiler alert, but he is offered a full-time position as the Spanish teacher at McKinley. And I was like, but <laughs> but then he's never seen again. Never seen again. So they, they gave him the job, but obviously Ricky Martin is not going to become a a full-time cast yeah. member. So he's, are we just assuming that David Martinez is walking around the halls of McKinley the entire time? <laughs> I guess we are just supposed to assume that. And why have I not read that POV fic? <laughs> yeah. Like, where, where is he, where is he in every fic? Just kind of like, Oh, also that hot teacher that we have to go to once a week, once a day. Yeah, where's also, the like fic of like Cooper Anderson meeting David Martinez? Uh-huh. In the I would read that. Yeah, I read that so hard. Yeah, like, well, uh, I I wonder what happened to his night school glee club after that. Yeah, <laughs> they should have shown up in like the sixth season as the competition. Like, remember his night school glee club? Yeah. Oh, that would have been great. Um, they had some so, fun characters in the night school. They had some interesting, you know, they're he does best. That's honestly kind of a shame is that when you see a one-off like this and you're like, but these people are, are fascinating. <laughs> like, yeah. wait a minute. Right? Go back. And then we never heard from them again. This is a guy whose deep passion really is to teach and to shape minds and to share culture. And he's just going to disappear. And then he does. And that's, that's... <laughs> That's what happens on Glee. They get like the coolest <laughs> celebrities. And yeah. then one they do. to six episodes later, they're gone forever. I actually can't remember if David Martinez shows up in another episode. I really don't think so. I don't think he does. That is such a shame. Um, I guess we should rewind a bit and explain what's happening here. Right. Um, so both Will Schuster and Sue Sylvester's teaching capabilities are questioned um there have been some complaints and there also happens to be a spot open for tenure in a high school i had to look this up i guess you can get tenure as a high school teacher okay i was wondering also if that was real or not yeah i mean i've I've literally never heard of that but i guess 
I hadn't either. And like 30 seconds of a Google search said that you can have tenure as a high school teacher. And that still doesn't seem right to me. I feel like it might have made sense somewhere at like Dalton. Yeah. But not a public school. Uh Uh-huh. And I feel like maybe it's not the same as as a professorship, but I I don't I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's um, just pulled a memory deep out of my brain. My mom was an um, elementary school teacher, and there was tenure. It was oh. like they worked a certain amount of years, and then they you had to like go through some sort of process to get tenured. But then, of course, it makes it really hard to fire you. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you get a raise or something. But yeah, they're okay. Yeah, that just out of the deep recesses of my brain. <laughs> so but it wouldn't be like in the episode where there's like one tenured position that only right. one interesting teacher can get. Like that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Cause tenure. Yeah. Okay. So it's there, but it's not, again, it's not quite what Glee is, right. is going yeah. for, but, um, but the teachers are fighting over tenured positions, which they seem to have just heard about. And <laughs> Mr. Sh- well, the episode, oh. A lot hinges here on Mr. Shu's capabilities as a teacher, which are negligible. <laughs> yes. He, as we all know. He, as we know, he wants this tenured position because he suddenly thinks that that will secure his financial future, but he's still a public school teacher. So I don't know what he thinks a tenure, how much more a tenured job might pay, but it's not, two public school teachers are not going to make enough money. He mentions at one point that it means that they're going to get health uh, care, like health yeah. insurance now. Like you didn't have health insurance. Yeah, yeah like what I before. I, <laughs> and you know, we don't really hear them talking about money, but I right. have to. I have to imagine that neither he nor Emma make enough. But I did think that they would have health insurance, especially if she's seeing a therapist and taking medication. Yeah, right. Yeah, that—that's what he's got to support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you know, which he should. And apparently, a baby. Yeah. Um, so so Schuster wants this tenured position, but as the opening of the episode of La Cucaracha shows us, La Cucaracha. God, he is a terrible Spanish teacher. And we also learn in this episode that he doesn't actually speak Spanish. Yeah, and doesn't and even have a grip on like basic vocabulary. No. Which I don't think was apparent in other episodes where he is teaching Spanish, which is mostly I think in the first season. Yeah. Because he's been the Spanish teacher the whole time. Right. How could he but, not like picked up basic Spanish after <laughs> I know. You'd think, well, I was going to say, you'd think at least a student would be able to teach him some basic conjugation, but how did he even get hired? I don't, and to think that, like, performing La Cucaracha would be a good idea. And he even says in a little voiceover, he's like, they usually love this. Why don't Mm -hmm. they love it this year? And it's like, oh my god, you stupid man. Did they love it? (laughs) Did Did they? they? (laughs) I liked his little voiceover of, how could I have become so out of touch? Like, where have you been this whole time? Schuster really is that teacher who like is quoting memes at you and stuff. He's real like uh-huh. he's pastor meme. Yep. Yeah. Um, Figgins taking some sort of authority wants him to step up his game if he wants the tenured position because um, 
other teachers are vying for it as well, including Sue, who also has a complaint filed against her, even though she's not a teacher and is in fact just the Cheerios coach. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know how the administration in the school work works. I don't know how she would have been even remotely in the running for it. <laughs> like, no, that, that shouldn't have been even a question. I feel like the hierarchy is like lunch lady, coach beast, and then maybe like a math teacher and kind of like down the line. And eventually you get to Mr. Schuster. That sounds right. Who has never been lauded for his teaching capabilities. Um, so in order, uh, I guess in order to learn to do the thing that he has been doing for an unknown number of years, he goes to night school. To learn Which a whole semester of this night school takes place in one episode. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, a whole semester takes place in one episode, but at the same time, exactly one week passes in this episode. <laughs> because that's how long Sam and Mercedes are not supposed to talk to each other is one week. Exactly. The, so both occur in the same time frame. <laughs> Glee's time dilation like sometimes sticks out like a sore fucking thumb, and yeah. this one was a bad one. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. So either two literally joined the last week of classes, or right. a whole semester went by, <laughs> and both. <laughs> like, so he meets um, the former actor slash uh, tooth model. David right. Martinez, who is a highly capable Spanish teacher by virtue of one, being attractive and easy to watch, and two, <laughs> being fluent in Spanish. Imagine that. Imagine how that works. He connects to his students. He seems to enjoy being in front of a classroom. He wants to inspire people into the culture and the language and all those other things that teachers purport to do when they're good at their jobs and Mr. Schuster realizes that he fucking sucks at his job and somehow doesn't quit immediately <laughs> because he needs that tenure, but he needs that tenure. And he says in his little voiceover that all he really wants is to get a teacher of the year award, which we also just learned happens. <laughs> and the, this, <laughs> <All> these ambitions, <laughs> this has nothing to do with wanting to be better for his students. It's, Someone is better than me. I need to fix that. So. Yeah, they really set up um, David Martinez as like truly his nemesis. Like mm -hmm. they lay it on thick. Not only is he a great Spanish teacher, he is much more attractive. A really <laughs> good singer and dancer. Yes. And also coaches the night school glee club or wants to. So yes. it's like this man literally wipes the floor with you, Schuster. He wipes the floor <laughs> And he's, he does all the same things without mm -hmm. being egotistical about it. Mm -hmm. Probably not a raging asshole to his girlfriend. Probably right? not. Or because, boyfriend. Oh my I, mean, God. Really. Yeah. I forgot that scene between Will and Emma existed. Mm -hmm. And where, yeah, I mean, the, the scene where he's talking to her about how, like, he needs to be able to, like, support her or like take care of her and then he just randomly starts taking digs at her pamphlets yeah yeah he just flat out hates on her pamphlets which are her shining accomplishments yeah like, I, I 
like Emma saying that she can take care of herself, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yep. thank, thank you for not being a, you know, doormat, basically. Well, I also like that she acknowledges that the point of the funny titles of, I mean, this is a little retconning, yeah. but like the funny titles of the pamphlets are to get people to read them. And like, they, they are funny. Right. Like they are that funny, was, yeah. That was one of the small pleasures of Glee to see what her pamphlets yeah. were titled. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I love when he apologizes to her. She like doesn't, she doesn't immediately like pat his ego or anything or tell him it's okay. Like she kind of like digs at him. She's like, yeah. Yeah, that's a good try on your pamphlet names. Like good try. So I was like, yes, I'm a, she's a big feminist this episode. Yeah. She really, she really got some moments there, especially I, you know, if we're going to hip hop jump around here, she gets the tenure. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I had forgotten. I was like, who the fuck gets tenure? Mm-hmm. So great. I had kind of been hoping that it would be some random ass language arts teacher who had been there for like six years and all of her students had improved their test scores, which is not a marker of your intelligence at all, but is something that happens in schools and like worked hard and was whatever. And she got, but no. So at least it's Emma. Yeah. I mean, her pamphlets were adopted in all of the Big Ten schools they were. or whatever. So that was huge. And shout out to Shannon Beast for... Shout uh, out. You know, caring I was, about... I was about to say, like, big upping her pamphlets. Like, wow, I just regressed to 1996 there for a minute. Big up here. <laughs> big ups to her pamphlets. Wow. God. That's but probably yeah, all the Tylenol I'm taking. <laughs> probably. Bless. Although yeah. hard drugs affecting you. And- <laughs> uh, Beast not only cared about her friend Emma and her success, but also her football team's jockstrap help. So yes. there was an unfortunate <laughs> amount of time dedicated to jock itch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, that's the first time I think they've really tastefully handled something like that that mm-hmm. could be kind of icky, but it was like funny and like done well. And Beast is just like everything she said. She's like, they're kibbles and bits, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, <laughs> metaphors just make everything like funny instead of like oh that's a little creepy so i appreciate that i did too that's when the writing is like how come you can't do this all the time yeah (laughs) yeah even their little like i didn't know you had to wash oh lift and scrub scrub. (laughs) who knew it was so easy oh uh because speaking of which, in the same episode, Sue like solicits the the I teenage know. boys of the gay yeah. club for their sperm. Yeah, like, she sure does. <laughs> she just straight up asks underage boys to provide a donation. <laughs> and Which aside of homophobia and ableism. Yes. Uh huh. Just a just a little sampling of that on the on the other side. Just to um, show that Glee has that flip side of moments that are genuinely funny that they might work, and then moments that are just like, mm. I yep. know, yep. which is so unfortunate not. too. Yeah, and in the same episode, yeah, she could have just asked the adults, like, right? Like they have a, fu- a lot of they could have put a funny a bunch of funny looking sounding you know male teachers. Mm-hmm. Terrible get up. That would have been funny. Funny if it had been like Figgins and Bert, like mm-hmm. every random male character <laughs> yes. show. Yeah, she could have had them like line up in the auditorium. Like I've asked you all here today. He like sees David Martinez and grabs him and is like, "Oh, you!" Like you uh-huh. know, like just integrated that right in. Yep. 
But no, she went after the children. <laughs> so maybe the complaint lodged against her was completely necessary. Very valid. Um, I think the complaint wasn't about the sperm solicitation. I know. I know. It was just that she hadn't been paying enough attention to the Cheerios. <laughs> like, never mind the harassment happening on the other side of the locker room here. I, I did, however, I mean, it's a bit... It's a bit misogynistic, I think, but Roz Washington's full two-minute rant, which we should probably just put the whole thing into the episode and sue copyright, but, like, (laughs) her her rant on whose vagina? What whose vagina? Sue, you can't have no baby. You are old as a heel. You ain't gonna give birth to no child. You gonna give birth to a grandchild. You're going to get in them stirrups and you're going to push and push and a full-grown adult going to pop out with a briefcase and a job talking on a cell phone. <laughs> I just, on her being old and giving birth to a full-grown man in a suit on his way to work. Like... That, that is the note I made. I was like, I don't want the judgment on someone for wanting a family, but it's kind of funny. So Yeah. Her I delivery like of that was A+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, Nene Leakes and Roz Washington, like, I forgot what a blessing she is mm-hmm. to this show. Because I think they're always their – they always have to have a character that, like, reads everyone for filth. And I think with it being, like, Santana, Sue, sometimes Kurt, like, I feel like there's too many weird power dynamics there. I love that it's just a new person mm-hmm. who is just, like, very scrappy and, like, you know, she's new and she's trying to make a name for herself and she's just like, let me tell you. And I love it. It might yep. be a little well, Based on her, people. like, qualification, she's like, yep, I got that bronze medal. Mm-hmm. Thank you, China. All right. <laughs> yeah. She is a winner and she knows it. Yeah, and it that that the rant comes from an adult to another adult kind yeah, of helps right. that it's it's also not that like it comes from a woman to another woman. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if that had been like Will or something, I don't think I would have found it funny at all. No. No. And it it does help that Jane Lynch is in fact too old to have a baby <laughs> like it's, it's not like you're giving this rant at someone who's yeah. 34 right. it's like this you, you know sue sylvester's like a 60 year old woman like we're not there's no shame here of being a slightly older mother it's flat out physically impossible how old is jane lynch um she is uh who can google okay. the fastest yeah. called her <laughs> 60 she was like mid 50s or Uh yeah so you know still 20 years past when uh when that's gonna happen again right what is isn't it like 35 that it's a geriatric pregnancy you guys didn't know at 35 you are a geriatric pregnancy very treated as very high risk even though plenty of people have healthy pregnancies at 30 and 40s but yeah, isn't that wild? Thirty geriatric. Mm-hmm. So uh, my non-existent children, I will never have, would be born to a geriatric parent as of now. Yeah, it's okay, it's okay, Mandy. Just freeze your eggs in the freezer, Kroger. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Do it yourself. <laughs> I'll pass on that, but I appreciate Glee's optimism. <laughs> and then was it Emma who was like, "I think being a mother would be good for you." Like, okay. Being a mom yeah. does not change people's inner self. No. Like, you, you can't... You traumatize a child for self-growth. Yeah. Like, let's not do that. 
just if you want to think of her as raising children, think of her trying to teach high school students and how well that goes. Yeah, really. If she wants like, to you make think she's on a child's life, like there's yeah. a lot of them out there. He's like, she doesn't, what did she say? She wanted Will Schuster's uh, baby junk because she doesn't want her kids to feel the rage she feels. Like, well, then go to a therapist and stop well, knocking it out on teenagers. This episode doesn't exactly uh, paint a non-rageful picture of no. Schuster. No, no, it doesn't. No, he's a bit vindictive in this episode and certainly doesn't treat his... Uh, his fiance particularly kindfully god so i guess we could just kind of skip right over the music there's like one <laughs> song that i thought was good <laughs> yeah it, let me guess was it uh la isla bonita bonita that's the one that's the only one um i mean but really though sexy and i know it is just kind of fun oh it was so fun yeah, yeah. It, it really took me back, though. Remember when LMFAO was like, "Oh yeah, famous. sure do," <laughs> like a big deal. <laughs> wow, remember those guys? You guys, it was definitely a song that was like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do a Spanish thing." What's famous on the radio right now? Right, very dated. <laughs> Soup, and then, and then it's like they just picked some Latin Latin ish performers. Like, oh, Gloria Estefan. Right. Enrique Iglesias. Yeah. Like, okay, those are the only ones that people are going to know. So let's go for it. I know. And then Where was the it. Selena? I know. Like, they could have cool. they could have done so much more. And instead they were like, oh, or you can, like, add Spanish lyrics to an English song. And it's like, oh, so Latin week. <laughs> I can't. So, so Sexy I Know It was just fun. Mercedes singing Don't Want to Lose You would not have been my preferred Gloria Estefan song, but mm. she sounds great. There's definitely songs that are more, uh, a little more Miami Sound Machine vibe, right? Right. They a could have more... done a whole week with Gloria Estefan. They really could, which would have been really wanted to. That'd be a great. lot of fun. Isn't she on the, okay, she comes on the show, right? She is. Oh, oh yeah. Who does she yeah. play? She, oh. Is she she plays um, Santana's mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But that comes later, I think. Yes, much later. Um, okay, not much later. I think it's the end of this season. <laughs> you know what? Time doesn't mean anything. A little anything. later. A little later. later. <laughs> and I, the like, the bombaleo with the shoes, I couldn't, right. I, like, why did you have Sam sing this? Well, because he, he and Mercedes can't talk, but they can sing. It's a loophole. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's but why not why. just sing here? Like, like you could have done why it, it, it in Enrique Iglesias. Yeah, why is it a mashup with like a traditional song? I mean, um, I guess traditional, um, slightly traditional. And then Hero, which could have been its own fucking song. Okay, I'm kind of glad he didn't do Hero, though, because it's like a ballad and I didn't want to listen to that. <laughs> You didn't want to. You didn't want to hear a whole song of his very slight Enrique Iglesias accent that he was doing. Would you save my soul tonight? 
No, it wasn't good. But Although I will say, it, Kurt yes. was cute. I wrote that down. I was like, man, Kurt looks real good in that red shirt. Yes, uh, Kurt's adorable in that song. And he, he was is. like, I'm just in it for the shoes. I was like, oh. Yep. So, he actually looked like he was having a good time. Yeah. Uh, missing Blaine. Missing Blaine. I at least like that they referenced They did. Blaine. Yeah. Tina isn't in this episode either, randomly. Okay, yeah. see, I saw the first number that, um, uh, oh, the sexy and I know it, and I was like, where's Sam? And then I was like, wait, where's Mercedes? And then the next, <laughs> like, scene is them <laughs> at counseling with um, mm-hmm. Emma, and I was like, oh. But I didn't even notice Tina wasn't in this episode. Yeah, wow. she's not in this episode, and I actually oh. am not entirely sure why. Um, Ooh, I think they reference it in a couple of episodes. They'll be like, that weird swine flu that Tina yeah asian bird flu mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um i did notice that uh, i looked it up this is the seventh episode where rachel does not have a solo oh my god like in a row <clears throat> I, I don't think in a row just period <laughs> just wow I just, in three seasons in in three two and a half seasons three. yeah uh wow. let, i know but <laughs> La Isla Bonita is is great. It's super hot. She in no way seems like a teenager, which kind of helps in this regard. Because I was like, I can't watch uh, a teacher and a student sing this to each other. It would have been better if um, David Martinez had been like canon gay. And then she oh, was yeah. dating That would have like, yeah. we're just hot Latin, Latinx people. We're going to put on a show. Yeah. Like Now, he's not canon straight. That's true. Possibly so... <laughs> but then... After an entire week or month, I'm not, well, it's either a week or a semester that happens in this episode. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Of Mr. Schuster watching these performances, um, I guess going to class with David and potentially learning something, he still puts on a matador costume and then doesn't sing any sort of traditional number. He sings a Spanish version of a little less conversation that he translated himself poorly. Like he didn't, he didn't see these other performances and was like, "Oh, I still don't get it. I've made a mistake." And then fix it. He just does it with the full with the matador, <laughs> the ma- matador garb. I couldn't say it. Um, and the fucking bull. It's just yeah. So Costumes. Like, I what? I did like Finn's quote of "What's up with the shiny coat?" I thought you were Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. But other than that, like, how did how did you still do this? Like, you didn't learn anything and then santana had to set him straight again and she was so nice honestly like she could have been way meaner yeah i liked her her uh not even a rant just her telling him straight up like you're perpetuating stereotypes and 
I, I appreciated that he did admit that he only took the Spanish job because it was the only open position, but I'm still confused as to how the school hired him as if there were no other Spanish teachers in the whole of Ohio. Um, but it's Glee. But it's Glee. <laughs> and that also means that I, because they seem to be a similar age, I am assuming David Martinez went up for that job mm. and they picked Schuster instead. That sure. may be. Right. Maybe he's like one year younger. He like just missed out. He just missed out. And they kept this fucker on. Um, Santana does tell him that the only thing he's good at is teaching Glee, which I still think is a... Mm, that's a bold statement good is like in air quotes it's yeah relatively good I'm Rel- Santana has nothing to judge that by because right. the only teacher she's ever had and uh, hope in the future she understands better yeah like imagine what they could do if they had someone like Martinez teaching them God, they should have a better frame frame of reference. It's like you had Shelby Corcoran teaching you for right. a while. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, okay, Santana. Yeah, she's funny. part of the trouble tone. She should know better. I feel like it was just like she couldn't start too much beef because they needed to wrap it up quickly. <laughs> it's at the end of the episode. The uh, the final commercial break was coming, and right. there was a moment too, and I think I forgot to write it down where, um. Maybe it was Mercedes singing Don't Want to Lose You. And then there was a commercial break. But since I was watching it on on Netflix, there was no break. And it went right into the next song. And like, oh, yeah, the whiplash was like, what? I What happened? I can't. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. true. Yeah, I think it went straight to Sam Solo after that. Yeah, that it, was, was it was an odd like, oh, this is this is why uh, we need commercial breaks sometimes. Yeah. Um, stupid. So, so Shu goes to Figgins to tell him to hire David Martinez as the full-time Spanish teacher. And he does. So as we mentioned at the beginning, canonically, Ricky Martin has been on the show the whole time. Yep. Just in a different classroom, I guess. Just off screen. He's just out of the line of camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time. And it, so it's like watching um, The Haunting of Hill House. Like, if you just look right. in the corner of the frame, right. you is. might catch a glimpse of David Martinez walking into a classroom really quickly. If, if that's... Someone could just Photoshop him in. That that would be great. But that's official canon from now on. <laughs> official, we've decided. For now and forever. Um... We got some Sam and Mercedes. There's not a ton that happened here that's new. They are still kind of will they, won't they, ing. Um, angsty little pining action. Little, little pining um, with no real resolution, which I, it's fine. Kind of keep it keep it going. Uh, poor Shane. I appreciate just, this like, multi-episode arc. At least I it's, do. Um, yeah, a little slow burn. It's it's a refresher after people would literally get together and break up like in the same episode. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are two multi-episode arcs happening yeah. right now. Yeah. My Not God, that's by, true. I mean, only a 50% success rate in terms of things I want to see, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> who attends? That's true. Um, yeah, there were other... The show was really kind of taken up by 
kind of one big storyline, but there were other couple little moments. There was Kurt Mercedes and Rachel watching Twilight at a sleepover. Twilight. <laughs> uh, where Rachel tells them that Finn proposed and she said yes. And then we get the glorious shot of Kurt's face when Rachel asks him what he would say if Blaine proposed, because we know the answer. Thanks, Marty Noxon. Thank you, Gleek of the Week, Marty Noxon, for letting us know that he would say yes. Which, again, they're 12. They shouldn't get married. <laughs> However. It's but, nice to know that he wants to. That's yes. right. And that if you've seen the box scene, you know the answer to this. If you didn't watch that, that might be confusing. <laughs> um, it does then well, prompt... Nobody got to at the time, but... <laughs> I know, yeah, that's true. Uh, it does prompt Kurt to go have a little chat with Finn about his future. Which I really, I really, really liked that. That's the point, Finn. There are plenty of us. Trust me. But one thing that glee clubs and theater programs don't have is the hot, straight football player who can sing and sort of dance. You're unique, Finn. I did too. It was finally someone telling Finn that he's good enough the way he is. Right. And, and that know. he's not even just good enough. He's like, he's good. Like he's unique. Mm-hmm. Like he can, he doesn't have to be like everybody else. That's a good thing. Like that was mm-hmm. really, really. Which is, you know, it's another failure on Shu's part where he's constantly telling everybody that like, you're unique and special and the Glee Club is awesome. Like, yes, but you have one of your key figures constantly feeling like he sucks and you haven't seemed to have noticed that. Right. Wow. So, That's so true. maybe take a peek, Mr. Schuster, at what's happening. Uh, happening here why would he do that he's not going to do that <laughs> uh, no, he's just asking Finn to be his best man and shit like that like, he's, that's just his bud maybe they can have like a combo wedding because you know it's okay that, that's season six because Glee does like to do their time saving combo weddings why is that such a thing on TV no one would ever do that I think it really is just that they don't have two episodes of weddings. Yep. <laughs> so you yeah, just I don't have to a, like combo wedding like that. No. In real life. Other than like, like going to a Vegas drive through right behind someone else, I guess. Oh, right. True. <laughs> like you're just next in line. Well, like in my world, I know so many, like I have so many friends who are engaged and we're all getting married around the same time and it's okay. Like there will just be different weekends where different people are getting mm-hmm. married. That's a good thing, but you yeah. know, TV cinematic arcs and all that jazz. That's r- real hard. <laughs> yeah, can't. Yeah, the same thing. Can't yeah. do that. Um, we do get the little moment where, uh, there when asked where will you be in twenty thirty, both Kurt and Rachel say Broadway twinsies. Which, which was kind of cute. It was cute. It was cute. <laughs> it is then followed by Puck saying dead or in jail. Yeah. yeah. Which is uh, And this is following an episode where Finn finds out that his dad OD'd. Ooh. I will say the flip side of that, the I mean the the puck comment is when Kurt and Finn are talking and Kurt's like, You have time, that that had me a little sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh fuck. I know. There's some stuff, like, all of a sudden the show, in retrospect, is like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Not that they could have possibly known at the time. Well, eh. yeah, yeah. You can't totally predict the future, but that's another question yeah. we have for this show. 
Glee is not a documentary, but it might be an oracle. Yeah, right? Like, there might be a little something, something happening here. That's yeah. terrifying. And, it is. Yeah. So I guess we have to lock Chris and Darren in an elevator? Yes. That's if, if I learned anything to. from Glee. The oracle demands it. They'll be safe. They'll be safe. The oracle demands. <laughs> yeah, I'll start working on the Sue Sylvester mini puppet. Don't worry. Perfect. This is some real misery stuff here. I love it. <laughs> oh, no. I do love this movie, though. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind breaking Murphy's ankles, though. I mean, uh, what? What? That's terrible. A disclaimer. That is a joke. Anything you hear on this podcast. <laughs> it's a joke. We, as someone currently walking on two broken ankles, I would never suggest... <laughs> Any resemblance to actual people or events. <laughs> we just need to edit in the word allegedly before every single sentence we say. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, we- I would love to break Ryan Murphy's ankle. Allegedly, this was a good show. Allegedly. Allegedly. Please don't sue us. Or arrest us. Uh, I... Don't really have anything else to say about this episode. Yep. That's that, I guess. That's, well, that's about the, the indices yeah. and the faves. Yeah. Do you have a favorite song? I'm going to say Mercedes song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just okay. because I feel like you've got the other one I liked covered already. Mm-hmm. Right. And I just like Mercedes getting a solo in an episode where Rachel did you. <laughs> yes that is super true um do we have any favorite lines i liked kurt's whole speech to finn i didn't Mm -hmm. write down any specific lines though just the whole thing it was good yeah i don't know i like chris getting that kind of stuff to to act with Mm -hmm. yep for sure i also thought it was funny that well, funny, sad that Finn was like, the proof's in the pudding, and my pudding pretty much sucks. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that was supposed to be funny, but I laughed. It's, yeah. He, he always almost gets the phrases right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he <laughs> almost gets it. Uh, I did just like Roz Washington's rant. Yes. And, and the whole thing about, I mean, it's inappropriate, but the... And now their kibbles and bits are as clean as a little angel's tear. From the feast. <laughs> just... <laughs> It just flowed so well. Um, I Kevin, also thought it was sweet yes. when um, Mercedes was like, Sam just tweeted that I smell good. And he said, Oh, it's not what's trending. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. Cute. That was fun. It's uh, kids these days in their tweets. That one still holds up. It still does. Up. That's still a technology <laughs> that we're using. We've come a long way since season one talking about Facebook. I was, it would have been funny if like, somewhere in here was if they were talking about their might well they do they mention a myspace page in the very beginning oh damn it rachel's myspace page yeah, yeah. i was just right, thinking right, like right. what if sam was like oh, i put you in my top eight like uh how's our kevin mc mc scale got <laughs> some lines yeah he got a little choreography all to himself in the sexy and i know it like he i did like that that martinez did a little choreography in the chair Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that Kevin could, well, Kevin slash Artie could do do a little something with him. So like a two, maybe. 
I feel like, yeah, he had, he had lines, he got to dance. That's about all we can ask from him these days. I feel like the Clay Dex gets like a one. And that's in part... Clay's not even in the episode. He's, <laughs> he's not even in the episode, but he is referenced. That's true. Uh, yeah, I, I think the, the marriage part and the them keeping Kurt company while Blaine yeah. recovers, they weren't the one. So maybe like a two for the background? Yeah, I feel like a two for the... <laughs> For the for the marriage thing, mm-hmm. okay. uh, what's our coulda shoulda woulda? Mm. Oh, they could have had Ricky Martin come back ever again. So yeah. that's true. That's good enough for me. <laughs> I feel like that's in the what seventy five. I feel yeah. like he was great. He's so fun and charismatic, and he had a lot of like authentic moments too, like talking about being the child of immigrants and like struggling to make it, and like you know yeah. having so much passion for teaching, like. And I think they really could have made him more of a friends, enemies to friends or something with Mm -hmm. Sue. Mm -hmm. I did think that this was one of those episodes where I I had like the little thought bubble of there's another show here where it's Mm. about the teachers and them like like a community style show, but with teachers. (laughs) Right. Where they're all just like vying for the best class they're dealing with the administration and bureaucracy. Someone has to chaperone the football game, you know, like that kind of adult. Watch that. And then you just, then the kids are like, occasionally a student crops up. Cause you could have a whole episode of just coach Washington trying to usurp coach Sue. Like, yeah. So yeah, this was one of those. Yeah. I was going to say her little piece of choreography for the Cheerios was fun. It was fun. Like, yeah. She's got good ideas. So yeah, this is one of those where I was like, oh, there's a whole other show here where the teachers are living their own lives, trying to trying to get on top of the school hierarchy and deal with their own personal lives where we're not trying to mash the two together. And then, and then Mr. Martinez could have, you know, he's the new guy at the school. He's got I know, especially ideas. Especially like, he's mm-hmm. good looking. That's he's real good looking. Yeah, that would have been a whole thing. And Ricky Martin's like not a bad actor. Yeah. It was fun. It was good. It was <sighs> no, I totally a- agree. I think that's maybe what Glee was going to be. Well, mm-hmm. that's giving maybe too much credit, but I think that's what <laughs> Glee maybe wanted to be, something mm-hmm. like that. And Leah Michelle, Chris Colfer and company were so good. Right. Yeah, because the early season had a lot more of the other teachers. Right, yeah. No. Any final thoughts? No thoughts, head empty. (laughs) (laughs) That is the name of the game, man. Name. In general, but also this episode just didn't inspire much. It didn't, no. It was just kind of like, oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, I do I do have a final thought. Um, Emma and Will should not get married. <laughs> no, no they girl, not. girl no. No. Girl no. No, no, no. Agreed. Run run. Well, spoiler alert, she does, I guess. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to root for her in that episode. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spo- slight spoilers, but honestly, we've all seen the show, so like yeah. come on. <laughs> um so i guess that is the spanish teacher um everyone please remember that martinez is 
canonically now a teacher who has been there the entire time. And remains there. Mm -hmm. To this day, (laughs) roaming the halls of McKinley. (laughs) Forever and always. Um, Our next episode is the Valentine's Day episode. Oh, yay. And the the return of Blaine Anderson and his sparkly heart eye patch. Yes. And to make sure you hear that episode, make sure you follow us on social media, Instagram and Twitter. We always post there um, with like episode updates. And then you can follow us on Spotify, you know, um, subscribe on Apple iTunes podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We also made a YouTube channel just for funsies. There's no special content. It's just if you prefer to have YouTube up in the background, we're posting our episodes there now. So you can... You will not I, see live video of these no. podcasts being recorded, but... No, you but you know what? You might at some point catch a glimpse of a podcast. I'm not making any promises, but we could oh, just set up awesome. a live stream of the podcasts. <laughs> what, what if we do set up a camera while we record, but it's just of the cats? <laughs> if that we could keep any of our cats still yeah, for that long. Cats. I know. <laughs> it could be more like a find the cat game. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that is this episode. Um, so stay safe, stay healthy, um, wash your hands. And that is what you missed on Bombaleo? I don't know. <laughs> I can be your hero, baby. That's what, that's what you missed on Hero? There you go. <laughs>